Hi, I'm Dave O'Neill. I'm Kitty Flanagan, and we're from the Sweet and Salty Roundabout, also known as The, the junkies. junkies. So please tune in. If you're listening to Ingredipedia with uh, Ben and Emily, you'll probably like our show. Yeah. We do. We talk about lollies, chips, chocolate. Yeah. They probably talk about better food than we oh, do. They've a better got some, class of food. They've got some great episodes here. I've yeah. just been having a bit of a listen. Very good. In fact, I'm going to steal some of the ideas. Anyway, whatever. If you need a sugary break, switch yeah. over to The Junkies. The Junkies, where you find all your podcasts. This podcast was produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Wadawurrung people, and we pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Mattia Cerulli is a pizza maker from Rome living in Adelaide. Like us, he has a passion for pizza, except he's a pro and has more than 10 years' experience across Italy and Australia. He runs his own pizza catering business, Mattia's Pizza, is an Uni ambassador and runs masterclasses in the art of making authentic Italian pizza. We're so excited to take a peek in his kitchen and glean some expert pizza making tips. Thank you for joining us, Mattia. What is the last thing you ate? Well, it's, uh, it's an interesting question because I got married on Saturday and I've oh, been eating wow. very exciting things for the last uh, <laughs> two days. So the last thing that I ate is an exciting breakfast, very Italian, I'd say. Uh, I had a cappuccino with uh, croissant with crema di pistacchio, pistacchio cream inside. Uh, very, very, very nice. That's he sent me back to Italy straight away. That's you know <laughs> traditional Italian breakfast today, for sure. <laughs> Amazing! I, I love that, and congratulations, by the way. That's yeah. huge. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it was a crazy day. Nice follow-up question: What what food did you have at the wedding? Did you have pizzas? <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, no. I was trying to avoid the the divorce straight away. No, no pizzas for one day. Place. No, we had steak, uh, chicken, a bit of uh, normal food, let's say. But for one day, yeah. I, I, I tried not to have pizza. It was hard, let me be honest with you. It was <laughs> a bit of a struggle not to have pizza. But I said, just for today, I'll make the exception, okay? Amazing. Okay, next question. Uh, what? Well, going back to pizza for a second, what is your favorite pizza to eat? My favorite pizza to eat is a... Is a bit of a different pizza, which is on my menu. It's a uh, mozzarella-based pizza, so we don't have tomato sauce in this case. Then we got a um, thinly sliced portobello mushrooms with uh, thyme, garlic, a bit of salt, and go in the oven, and parmesan on top as well. Once the pizza comes out, I, uh, I love to use a, uh, an Italian truffle oil, with the real truffle inside, not infused, it's a you can see probably like pieces of truffle inside, and you just uh, drizzle with truffle oil. That pizza is the flavor that the pizza has sends you back to another planet. It's very very nice. Does that pizza have a name? Yes, that pizza is called Pizza Fungi. So that's your favorite pizza to eat. What about your favorite pizza to make? My favorite pizza to make is a is a. <sighs> It's another interesting pizza, um, which comes from Rome. It's called Romanella. And again, it's a white base. So again, not tomato sauce. We've got panc- pancetta, 
um, pepper, parmesan, and then when the pizza comes out of the oven, uh, I'll drizzle it with the uh, local honey in a nice round way. And that pizza is, yeah, it makes me happy when I make that because I probably I can smell honey, so you know, it gives me extra happiness. <laughs> so that's my that's my favorite pizza to make. Awesome. Okay, I want to talk cheese, cheese for a moment. Uh, what is the perfect pizza cheese? Is there one, or are there multiple perfect pizza cheeses? Well, um, I'd say there are multiples, not one, but uh, one of my favorite one is a normal uh, margarita pizza in the oven. When it comes out, um, I love to put um, prosciutto slices and fresh buffalo mozzarella on top, and uh, that buffalo gives the extra beauty and taste to the pizza and texture. So that's a, um, yeah, one of the, one of my best cheeses pizza to make. And we also have, um, I believe, I really like the one with the provolone cheese, which it's an, it's an intense flavor as well, uh, with the pancetta and mushrooms and provolone cheese on top. So it kind of, you know, if you put big slices of provolone on top, it kind of melts and creates a layer of yellowish color, but the flavor is also very intense. So they're my two cheeses pizza. So when you add the buffalo mozzarella after the pizza comes out of the oven, does it still melt from like the residual heat? No, I, I put it after because I don't want it to melt. And also obviously if you cut into small pieces, very small, it will melt because the pizza is still hot. But I like to get like chunks of buffalo, like so, you know, bit of, it's a decent um, piece of buffalo, let's say, and it doesn't melt. So you want when you when you bite it, when you eat it, you want the the piece of buffalo to to be uh, still like original, not melted, not uh, dripping, nice and solid, and uh, with the saltiness of the prosciutto, also it's. Uh, it's a very uh, beautiful combination. Well, I'm going to have to get my hands on some buffalo mozzarella oh, because yeah. Ben and I nice. have been playing around with the um, uni pizza oven. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> I think that will take it to the next level for sure. Yes, that's the extra addition for <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, do you think that there's any ingredient that should never, ever be on a pizza? <laughs> Here we go. The question, uh, the answer that everyone wants. Yes, I believe <laughs> it's a it's a sweet sweet ingredient that that belongs to dessert. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you guess which one that is. <laughs> it's the pineapple. It's the yes. It's the most loved and hated thing on pizza. It's the pineapple that I believe it shouldn't. It doesn't really belong there. Where you know, in a lot a lot of Australians really go crazy, but. Definitely. Well, it's our most popular pizza. So when you run your catering events, do you get requests for it? I'm honest with you. I, I do it quite often. And I, I just I have a look around. If kids want that pizza, I, my heart kind of melts a little bit. And I say, okay, for you, I just want you to eat something. And I know if you don't have pineapple, you don't eat my pizza at all. So I... I let, but they, they need to give me the pineapple. I'm not bringing it from my, my own. That's, that's a different. <laughs> but some, sometimes I have adults asking uh, for it. 
And that's why that's why the real me comes out and says, "Sorry, man. That's now in my man. You're now in my uh, myself. That's some. I can't accommodate your request. Don't take it personal, but I'm sorry." Um, okay, we're going to try and steal some uh, some pizza intel from you. Uh, what is the perfect temperature for you to cook a pizza at? Like, what what? How hot does the oven need to be? Well, I make two um, styles of pizza. I'm from Rome, and in Ro- in Rome we make mainly Roman pizza. In Naples, obviously everyone makes pizza Napoletana, which is Neapolitan pizza. So for Neapolitan pizza, you want a higher temperature than Roman pizza. And we look about 430 degrees, something like that, for Nap pizza. For Roman pizza, we need to cook it for longer at a lower temperature. Okay, so in that case, we look around, uh, in a Vuraven, I'm talking, 380 350 degrees, but we cook it for longer to get the extra crispiness that us Romans like. Mm. Can you can you explain to us what what the difference is between uh, pizza Napolitana and, and and Roman pizza? How how different are they? Well, um, if we talk about round pizzas, because in Rome in Rome we have the one meter pizza, we have the round pizzas. We got a lot of different stuff. But let's talk about round pizza that you get served on the plate. Okay, the difference. So, um, in Naples, um, let's say, especially these days, um, we get served with a uh, cornicione pizza, which, uh, which is a puffy crust pizza. You know, and you see the, the structure of the dough. When you cut it, you see all the, all the air, let's say, that it has expanded in the oven. So, that's the traditional Neapolitan pizza, which is beautiful to, to look. You say, wow, it's like a, uh, a picture on the wall. You know, it's, it's very, very nice. Um, Roman pizza is not as good looking, I'm honest, but if you close your eyes and you eat, your mouth will be very, very happy with the crunchiness of the Roman pizza. Well, Neapolitan pizza, uh-huh. they kind of don't look for crunchiness in it. While in Rome, we really uh, we go for it, we make sure underneath is nice and uh, cooked well and on the crust as well we like to see a bit of char on the edge not burnt burnt is next level we try to avoid that but a little black char around the crust gives you extra flavor so in in rome we look for uh, crispiness and uh, crunchiness yes that's the two main differences in terms of uh, bite in terms of bite and when you use your uni do you cook both types of pizzas Yes, yes, I do. I always start with the Neapolitan pizza because when I attend uh, the union, I pump it to the max level and it's very hot. So what I do, I cook a uh, nap pizza first because the oven is very hot and then automatically the temperature drops after you cook a few pizzas and then I have the perfect temperature for the Roman pizza because the temperature dropped and then I'll start cooking Roman pizzas after that. So I always do both styles, yes. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just just follow up question because I I want to know um, more about cooking with the uni. Um, are there any like expert tips you have on how to get like amazing pizzas when you're using an uni pizza oven? I have a very important tip that I I always give to my uh, let's say student. Um, it's good to have the the flame up to get the temperature up on the uni. But when you cook, when the pizza is in the oven, 
lower the temperature because otherwise the flame kind of it's very aggressive and it might burn outside and not cook inside so you lower the temperature when the pizza is in the oven you make sure you got the cooking process under control and then once the pizza is fully cooked you take it out now in between pizzas when you not when you don't have a pizza in the oven turn it back up so the temperature goes back up high and then before you put the pizza in the oven lower the temperature again and cook the pizza because otherwise what happens to, to the stone the stone if you if we don't put the temperature up in between pizzas the stone will get not hot enough to cook underneath and we don't want that we want what to have always a nice crispy bottom of our pizza and that's how we get the temperature up in between pizzas temperature max that's very important <laughs> good tip thank you genius thank you very much yes all right so you mentioned your um very special wedding related breakfast that you had today what's your typical everyday breakfast <laughs> all right i'm honest with you i like training i like going to the gym i like uh being healthy so i have rice milk oats uh, almonds and banana and a half liter of water to get my body hydrated so that's my everyday breakfast gives me energy then go to the gym I love that. That's similar to mine. Good, good. Perfect, Emily. I don't like having cappuccino and, cor and cornetto Italian breakfast every day. That's, it's nice, but my body will, wouldn't be happy. So that's it. Let's be healthy. Uh, okay, Matea, what, what do you think is the most underrated ingredient? Like, what do you love that people just don't, don't rate enough, do you think? You know what? I, I mean, you look for an ingredient, but... I give you a, a bit of an alternative answer is people don't use enough high quality ingredients in general because I believe a lot of ingredients are can be combined very well but the quality of that specific ingredient like my tomato sauce imported from Italy the flour itself that I use makes a difference so if some people unfortunately trying to save money by buying uh, cheap ingredients and that doesn't really bring out the best out of each single ingredient so I, yeah i believe that people should really spend extra to get the the highest quality ingredient that they can and that will just enhance the flavor of each pizza because you know high quality you can't really beat it but it obviously has a cost all right um my turn what do you like to eat out of the jar? I like to eat, uh, how do you call it, dried, dried tom sun-dried tomatoes out of the jar. I just, yeah, I love the flavor. I put always on my uh, focaccia base, you know, that like normal garlic pizza base. I love to put um, semi-dried tomatoes, uh, sun-dried tomatoes, not semi-dried, sun-dried tomatoes on top, like an antipasto platter with olives and uh, mozzarella. So that's... Yeah, that's, I think that's the only thing that I eat out of the jar because otherwise I pretty much cook all the other food. So that's, yeah, that comes of the no, jar. Agreed. They're great little, I, rec I reckon they're an under, underrated ingredient. I yeah, think they got overused you know for a while. 
But I actually think sun-dried tomatoes are delicious. Really good ones. Absolute flavor. Yeah, flavor you know bomb. what? It's a apple. I, I swear, I agree with you. That's that can be my answer to the underrated ingredient. Because <laughs> that, then, yeah, I I mainly use them for the my antipasto platters. I think they just give a mm. beautiful f- flavor to the uh, garlic pizza bread. You know, when you put a little sit, uh, yeah. sun-dried on top. But not many people use it. Oh, you're right. That's a that's yep. for sure. It's an underrated ingredient. Good good pick, Ben. Mm. <laughs> You've inspired me. I haven't had them since the early two thousands. <laughs> Emily always says I, I'm 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 stuck in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, uh, what is your favourite quick snack? Uh, my favourite quick snack is a <laughs> um, rice cakes with peanut butter and maple syrup. Yum. <laughs> That's it. That's, it gives me again a bit of, when I feel a bit, a bit that, it gives me energy. Eastern energy. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, okay. What about your favorite ice cream flavor? Um, I stick with the pistachio. Classic Roman flavor. Class, yeah. And also uh, co- coconut, cocoa. I grew up with mint, coconut, oh. and pistachio flavors in Rome. These three. But pistachio is, is it's very nice. I love pistachio. It can't be uh, okay, what is your choice of chocolate? Um, absolutely not dark chocolate. That's too strong for me. I like I uh, milk chocolate. Rock, Rocky Roids, you call that? With the mush, marshmallows and uh, crunchiness inside with milk, milk chocolate. Hmm. Agree, that's such a good one. All right, what's the next thing you'll probably eat? Well, today... I'm gonna have a, a, a matriciana for lunch because it's a yeah. I need to. I want to make sure my. I want to make my, my my wife happy, so I'll make a matriciana, which is her favorite pasta. And uh, I go guanciale, use guanciale, pepper, uh, pecorino, romano, and then uh, there's this special pasta called calamari. It's called calamari pasta. It's like um, wider than rigatoni. Um, and I like it because when you cook the, the sauce and the pancetta and the guanciale, it kind of gets stuck inside. And when you eat it, it kind of explodes in your mouth. Yeah. So I like when a piece of, you know, a guanciale gets stuck in the, in the hole of the, of the pasta. That's, you know, extra. Wow, that sounds like it's going to be better than my lunch, let me tell you. <laughs> it's not healthy, it's not gym-related, but I'm still in the hype of the, you know, the wedding, so I'm just happy, happy days. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for, for joining us on Ingredipedia Bites, Matea. It's really good to, to steal some of your uni intel and, uh, and, and figure out how to, how to perfect our pizzas. Oh, it was my pleasure to be part of this beautiful interview. Very nice, guys. Thanks for having me, for sure. Thanks for listening. Just quickly, if you have an idea for someone we should interrogate about their eating habits, let us know by sending us a message on Instagram. We're at Ingredipedia or on our website, ingredipedia.com.au. See you later.